It's a glorious day for San Diego Padres fans. We got Juan Soto. We got Josh's Bell and Hater. Brandon Drury went Slam Diego last night. And after too long, Brother Dave is back to celebrate. We talk Padres, our fantasy baseball league, and then try to figure out if we know anything about fantasy soccer. What the heck? That's so baseball. All right. Roscoe. How about this Padres game? We're coming back. That was a real blunder out there on the outfield for the Rockies. Yeah. Yeah. That, I mean, did, was it a sun issue or what happened there? It looks cloudy there. I think it was just a, I got it. You got it. Okay. You got it. Fine. And then they both let it drop. I mean, oh, I love bad, that. Bad news bears style, right? Yeah. Um, well, you know what? You one at a time. We get, we got one back. Yeah. We got five more to tie it up. Let's do it. I think Manny was We've trying to line up. I think Manny was trying to hit a six run home run in that last inning. And, uh, yeah. Hit, I don't just know. Hit a, should have just knocked a double in and just yeah. started, started something. Yeah. But, you can't you go know. slam Diego every time, but oh, well, we still got plenty of time to catch up. Still got plenty of time. Um, one of well, our hello. Uh, one of our uh, our listeners, Greg, is at this game with his dad. Oh, really? Uh, so we want them to have an exciting day. Oh, absolutely. Well, it looks like they're. I mean, you know, they're they got a rally brewing here. No outs, um, and man on first, one run in already. Yeah, this is going to be our inning. This could be the inning. This could be the. This guy's tiring. You know, he's tiring out a little bit. Yeah, there goes his shutout. He's up to 90, almost 100 pitches. Yeah, Freeland's um, done. Probably after this uh, inning for sure, if not this batter. That'd be nice if – oh, nice. Um, to the fa- Are you like – did you just see it go into foul territory? Yeah. Yeah, okay. So we're watching the same game. For our listeners who are following along at home – this the date is August fourth. We are watching a day game between the Padres and the Rockies, which is the f- fifth game in the series. The Padres are going for a five-game sweep, um, and we both got the game on as we pod. So, um, without any further ado, uh, it's been long, way, way too long since we last had him on. My brother Dave is back to talk trade deadline, Padres, fantasy. Maybe even touch a bit on fantasy soccer. I don't know if we'll even get there, but Dave, welcome back. It's great to be here. Thanks for having me. I'm glad I'm back in your good graces. And uh, <laughs> you never um, left. Uh, well, okay. Well, I'm glad to be back uh, on the show. And yeah, I've missed it. I've missed it. I feel like we, I haven't done one uh, maybe since, since uh, like Super Bowl, possibly. No, you, me, and Sasha did like a season preview. Oh, we did a season um, like preview. Like a fantasy, a fantasy, how's your team oh, season right. preview. Yes, I do recall. Um, well, this is great. We're, we're in the heart of a pennant race. Um, and, you know, obviously there's no better fan base right now than, than the Padres. Yeah. Um, as far as enthusiasm goes, you know, um, the Padres got the biggest shot in the arm, if you can even say call it that. 
um, that any team yeah. has ever gotten at the trade deadline. I mean, for essentially one of the top three players, one of the top three hitters in baseball to come yeah. to your team on the last day of the trade deadline, not only for this season, but for two more seasons. Yeah. I mean, this puts the Padres into every conversation. And of course they jumped up to the fourth ranked overall on MLB today when they reissued their rankings. So if you're not the Yankees or the Dodgers or the Astros, uh, the Padres are ahead of you now. So get the fuck out of our way because we're coming for you. That's right. That's right. I mean, now it's a matter of, you know, there's no, there's nothing left to do, but go out and win some ball games. You know, we've got a stacked lineup, super deep. Um, We've got great pitching. We've got the best closer in baseball right now. Um, We just got to go execute, you know? Oh yeah. And we are going to execute because even the guys on the bench who have been struggling appear to be figuring it out. You're right. talking Profar, Grisham. Myers has come back from injury with a new lease on life. Kim is putting the bat on the ball. I mean, yeah. All, all the guys here are like, come on, get it, to, figure it out. They're now hitting well. So it's like stars and scrubs. We're like stars and more than scrubs. So, yeah. uh, it, the, and like you said, the rotation is good, the bullpen is deep, and the bullpen is healthy. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we dropped some dead weight <laughs> in our bullpen. Um, we'll get to your your fantasy team soon because you you have a couple of players who are actually traded for each other, which is yeah fascinating. Um, yeah, that was interesting. You were you were on both sides of the Taylor Rogers uh, hater trade, so that was fun. Yeah, that um, was. But uh, back to the Padres. Um, it's just a really exciting time. We got to get down there together for a game, pronto. Um, totally. Even if Ab's going to be away, we got to, we got to get down there and do this. Yeah. I'd like that. I've still not been to Petco yet. And, uh, in my life. So, um, what better time than right yeah. now? So baseball. Maybe we could see two games. Maybe we could go like, you know, a Thursday night and a Saturday, you know, or a Friday night, Saturday day game, kind of double dip, really get, get greedy. That would be pretty greedy. I mean, I, I, uh, let's start with one and then, and then let's, yeah, you're because right. I've still, I haven't even done my first one yet. How long has this Petco been around? I mean, I don't it know. feels or like early aughts, right? At least, yeah, yeah. I know, I know that I was, when I was hanging out with Say Say in 2009, right? When he lived at the legend uh yeah like apartments there which overlooked the stadium it i never was went to that place you never... the park opened in 2004 okay so, so yeah. yeah it's been it's almost been 20 years it's time for me to 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 come home yeah we're gonna get you out. we're gonna get you down there and you're right the one game is the way to do it we drive we leave work early we drive down uh we leave around one or two get there walk around the gas lamp go to the game, drive back to Say-Say's or drive back to Abs, and then boom, we're back home before 11 a.m. I like it. I like it a lot. All right. Um, well, that could be fun. 
that could be a lot of fun. Um, uh, but getting back to the game, um, the Padres are. If I want to get your, I want to get your take on the Padres playoff posture. Okay, because yeah, right now the Padres do have a wild card spot, yeah. but as we know, we'd like to see them do a little bit more. Yeah. Um, now that we've gone all in, as they say, yes, we're 12 games back of the, of the Dodgers. And if we lose here today, don't manage to come back, uh, we'll be 12 and a half behind the Dodgers, but we're in the second wild card spot, um, after the Braves. Right. And, Philadelphia and St. Louis are tied for the third wild card spot. If the season ended today, who would we play? Uh, we'd play um, Milwaukee. Would play Philly. We'd have to travel to the Braves. Yeah, for we that don't want to do that. Series. We don't want that. So that's the last thing we need. We need to be first in the wild card so that we can have the home field for the wild card which is now a three game all in one team's home base. Right. And no off days and no off days. So which benefits us because we have a great rotation. Right. I mean, I feel, yeah. Cause you just gotta, you gotta come in there, win the first two and then, you know, do just get it, get it over with, you yeah. know? And then it's a seven gamer. Yes. No, nice. it's a five gamer. It's an, it's a five gamer. Yeah, the the wild card is a three gamer, and then you go right. straight to the ALDS, right. which is um, going to still be a five, five gamer? gamer. Yeah, oh, just like it's shame. always been. Oh, that's and a then, shame. Uh, uh, no, I think it's okay because you got to get the whole postseason wrapped up in October, right? Um, but you're you're right though. That is scary. Let's say we do get past that first round, and we're looking at the Mets or the Dodgers. That's a scary thing, a five game series against either of them. Exactly. I don't like that. I don't I don't like, like but... it either. But like you said, that's all the more important reason to win the first two. And yeah. then you, you potentially get a U Darvish or a Joe Musgrove back for game yeah. two or three of that five game series. Right. Right. Yeah. I think that's the I think that's the move. Get get the number one wild card. Uh, spot which is totally doable mm -hmm. and then you know get into the playoffs three games at home god bless us we need that we need i mean there's not going to be any bad teams in the playoffs so you know it's true nothing's going to be a walkover but you know our lineup at home pitching galore um and then you know make just get get to the the next thing and then you know five games is is tricky but you know, I guess that's just the way it's done. You know, we're going to put need to pull out a little bit of magic, but I'll tell you what, while we're pulling out magic, Dave Roberts is going to be pulling out. I don't even know what out of his ass with his goofball playoff management style. He's going to be, right. he's going to be, you know, putting starters in as relievers. He's going to, he's going to be doing all kinds of crazy shit. Yeah. So with Bob Melvin as our manager this year, I say that gets us at least a, a half game advantage strategy wise over the Dodgers. Yeah, that's true. That's true. I want to face the Dodgers in that next series. Well, I'm curious to see how we 
do in the next time we play them, which I think is this maybe next week or, or tomorrow, soon, right? Tomorrow? Tomorrow is yeah, we start a three game set at Dodger Stadium. Are you kidding? I'm not kidding. Dude, okay then. So so let's see what happens there. If we go in there and just beat their asses, I mean, they'll write it off as a as a nothing, like, oh, we didn't play that good because they just don't respect and, and they have no reason to respect. So, you know, that's fine. But if we go in there and spank them, that would be nice. That would be nice. Um, You're right. And I was talking to Ab on the phone this morning and he's like, you know, uh, it'll be great to go in there and send a message, but also um, it'll be, you know, it'll be sort of like heartbreaking if we go in there and like, even with Juan Soto uh, lose two out of three. So we can't put too much pressure on this series. Um, Right. We do have 12 left against the Dodgers and it's not the end of the world. If we don't catch them, we still are going to make the playoffs knock on wood. But uh, so as fun as it would be to sweep them or to win two out of three, we we can't blow up this this weekend series so much that we put extra pressure on ourselves because pressure is bad for baseball. Yeah. You want to be loose. Right. Well, we seem we seem loose right now. I think that we've shown that, you know, um, it one it doesn't one guy doesn't have to carry it. You know, yesterday Soto did not have his best day and, you know, Drury came through and just like was no one saw that coming. No one I know, was saying, right? Like, thank God, you know, exactly. So, you know, the other teams are just going to have to deal with just one after the other, you know, one tough out after the other. And if we take our time, which I think we should do, not rush it, then, you know, I think we're going to be okay, you know? Absolutely. And, um, you know, like you were saying about the wild card, um, the NL East is a three horse race. The Mets, the Phillies and the Braves are all good and they're going to be beating up on each other all season. Um, And they'll all be beating up on Miami and Washington, but um, we get to beat up on the Rockies and the Diamondbacks and sorry, Kevin, the Giants, (laughs) but um, (laughs) um, so, but those three teams are going to be in a, in a pennant race, so to speak. Philly's just kind of hanging on for their lives, but Right. Um, you know, they've improved at the deadline. So us passing the second place NL East team for that first wild card spot is um, more doable because their division yeah. is harder. That's right. That's right. So let's let's make that a goal that an achievable goal that I think we can do. Mm-hmm. Um, and and then, you know, get into the playoffs and have some fun. Absolutely. Um, I mean, it's kind of crazy that. I guess so it's it's August now so there's really only 2 months although the regular season's going to sneak yeah. into October a little bit because yeah. of the the stoppage. Mm-hmm. Um but we've essentially got 2 months left, right? It pretty much exactly 2 months left of the season. I think it's like 2 months on the Thursday or something like that. Okay, that's good. That wasn't good. What no, that saw, wasn't what good. What we just saw. Cronenworth pinch hit uh, in the nine hole and fouled out to the yeah. third baseman. So, okay. Yeah, well, we got bad. two back. 
at least Greg and his dad got to see a little bit of scoring, got some excitement. And, yeah. you know, we're chipping away. We still got uh, three more innings to try and even the score here. Right. Well, this is, you know, not obviously, you know, we are going to have a bad game here or there, but so far, Manny left the bases loaded. Cronenworth with men on first and third. You know, timely hitting is is still going to be required. We, you know, we're not going to just, you know, uh, luck into this no. or walk our way to a victory. We need timely hitting. Yeah, and you don't just sign somebody's got to anchor that. Yeah, well, I mean, we're also you're forgetting the, a name that has not been mentioned in this conversation yet, Fernando Tatis Jr. Right. He's about to set off on a week-long rehab assignment, and then he's back. Oh, really? Yeah. So, so like, the end is in sight for the Tatis um, absence. And so this lineup is going to get even better. See, yeah, I can't believe he hasn't played this whole year. It's, it's pretty crazy. Whatever the, whatever the Padres are paying Manny Machado, they just need to double it. Because the Padres are where they are because of him and the pitching yeah. staff. Yeah. He has just carried this team um, emotionally, defensively, with all the hitting. I mean, I know everybody's chipping in, but Manny has just willed, willed the team to where they are currently. Yeah, and he also, even in that period where we were just really sucking, I, I forget what, it was just a week of just – horrendous bullshit yeah he never you know lost his temper he never got frustrated he just he knew it would eventually all work out and it seems like it's starting to you know um so i i appreciate that from him being a stabilizing influence a a real veteran a true veteran who can still carry the team yeah um like they were saying on the radio the other day it's manny's team manny and Manny's the leader on the field. Musgrove's the leader of the pitching staff. Um, those two guys uh, steady the ship and kind of guide the team emotionally. Um, yes. So we've got great leadership. Um, both of those guys, you know, uh, Manny's been in the World Series but never won it. Musgrove, yeah. I, Musgrove I don't think, um, has ever been in a playoff game. Oh, Having really? come from Pittsburgh, right? Like um, – you know, assuming we do make the playoffs this year, uh, I don't know how. I mean, we got Blake Snell, who's got playoff experience, World Series experience. We know you Darvish has been around the block a bunch of times. Manaya yeah. might have pitched in a in a wild card game for the A's, but you know that's about it. So our our hitters are more experienced than our pitchers. So, um, but we've got experience on both sides. So, you know, it is what it is. Yeah, I think that, you know, Musgrove, Darvish, Snell, that's a great three game, you know. That that's a great first three pitchers to to and then you got Clevenger and and um um Manaya to sort of mm-hmm. fall back on if need be. Which helps Which hope, assuming we're yeah. going to play in a wild card series. Yeah, cuz if we do play those three and then win it and that would be nice. Then we come back with a game one, which would have to be Clevenger, I guess. I mean, assuming you could do a lot worse. Yeah. Yeah. You totally could. 
I mean, he's still pretty good, right? He looks good the other day. I mean, he's hard to watch because he takes so long to get going. But if he's as hard to if he's as hard to see from the hitters as he is from a from a, a TV viewer, I mean, yeah. with all the stutter stepping he's doing and like all the jerky moves, I mean, I don't know which way he's coming from. Well, that's it's what t- I'm saying. I think we need to embrace that and say, take your time. You know, just be be hitchy and weird and exactly do all that stuff. If the game takes five hours, so be it. Let's just win the damn thing. Absolutely. You know? So I think that's yeah that that works for me. So works um, for me. going over to um, the fantasy side. Yeah. This is for our, our fantasy players in the audience. Um, you and I are in a head-to-head league with a bunch of our Twitter pals. And um, it's been an exciting season, um, an up-and-down season for everybody, I think, as head-to-head yeah. leagues tend to be. But I think you've crafted, like, your, your team has been through the gauntlet. And I think now you've settled on a team that looks unbeatable, really. I mean, you've got so much talent on this roster. Uh, I mean, the pick, sorry, go ahead. I want to say that you that that's nice to hear, but I don't win much for someone who should be unbeatable. Um, I mean, I don't know if it's managing in my management style, possibly that's uh, not working out. Um, but I completely switched strategies three times, you know, <laughs> that, that, uh, initially it was balance try to win every category right that didn't work out so then i said okay go for three hitting categories with with relievers and then get two categories with oh hey how you doing man kingston just got home okay what do you got there oh looks like a meatloaf or something (laughs) okay cool i'm podcasting with your uncle you're on TV right now. I'm on TV. Yeah. <laughs> He's famous. Yeah. Welcome home, Sonny. How was work? Great. Awesome. Okay. Well, we're going to do this for another, you know, 20 or so. You got a meeting? Okay. I'll hit you up after. Kingston's back. Um, nice. So, so I, you know, balance. So then I switched to the, the reliever strategy. Take three pitching categories, you know, ERA, whip, and saves. Mm-hmm. And then two hitting categories, stolen bases and uh, runs, which I usually did okay with. And then just try to get one other one, scratch out something. Exactly. And and that was kind of working until my relievers started just sucking all of them. They just were terrible. Huh. So I've now switched back to quality starts guy trying to win quality starts, K's, and one of the two, you know, ERA or WHIP, um, and then just win two batting categories, you know. And actually, right now, I'm tied. Actually, you know, both of those approaches are good. I mean, the win all ten categories thing is is almost impossible. But yeah, like you were saying, um, you know, you've you've changed up your mix between starters and relievers. You've added you've added some good starters back into yeah. you, you've got um 
You've got uh, Reed Detmers, who's having a little bit of a resurgence. Oh, he's been huge. He's yeah. been huge for me. You've got Lyles. You've got Quintana, who was just traded um, from Pittsburgh to uh, St. Louis. Been, to St. Louis. So yep. he's he's gone from one good pitcher's park to another good pitcher's park. So yeah. um, he's he's going to do great. You've got Max Fried, who you've had all year. So um, I think you're still, it, unless you go against somebody like who we're playing this week, who who has all starters, you're in the running for quality starts. Yeah. So and you can still stream. I know you love to stream. I love so, to stream. I mean that's that's jeopardizing your ratios, your your ERA. If if somebody has a blow up. Right. But, um, you know, as we get toward playoff time and as, you know, you make your own playoff push, you're going to still have to jump up three spots to make yeah. the playoffs. So uh, you're going to have to take some risks. Um, thankfully, you got to play, uh, you know, Todd Helton's horse last week. So that was a nice boost. But um, I think right. you still I need to have two or I three didn't big take weeks. Advantage. Yeah, well, I need seven I need to... to three. Yeah, but I mean, I need at this point every point matters, you know. Yeah, I would have loved to have gone eight two or nine one. I mean, you know, ten is kind of tough. But that guy, I gotta say, for someone who has not done anything, like he's starting people in the in the AAA and just like yeah. he's just completely out there, he could he could be good if he managed his team. I know. What is he trying By to prove? By doing nothing, he he is still a, got a really good team. He's got a great team, and he always wins one or two categories, which is infuriating. Yeah, I mean, we've got the same thing happening this week. Our guy doesn't set his lineup, and he's beating us eight to two. Um, <laughs> exactly. So yeah, exactly. Sasha and I are about to put our head through a wall um, with our results this week. I mean, we've had some good some good run of luck lately, but this week you have, you've been moving up the standings. You guys have been flying up the standings. Yeah. We're we're fourth. We're fourth. You were in ninth and now you're in fourth. I mean, every week just jumping. Don't think I'm not noticing. (laughs) Well, we've tried to implement your strategy, but unfortunately the guy we're playing this week is one of these guys who has no relievers and all starters. So he's beating us obviously in quality starts, beating us in strikeouts, um, and a better ERA and whip because our yeah. guys have been shitting the bed. So right. um, our only chance is to out hit the guy and he's, he's beating us in four out of five hitting categories. <laughs> we're only terrible. winning stolen bases. So yeah, we're really getting the ass kicked. Uh, our asses kicked this week. So I, I think I'm just going to have to take a chill pill and just be like, you know, it is what it is. Baseball is a streaky game. And yeah. so you know, we'll take some lumps this week. Hopefully you still stay in a playoff position. And, yeah, I think you're in a good playoff position because at this point, you know, as long as you stay, you know, six four, seven three in that range, you know, mm. nobody can move very far. You right. know, that, there's a big bunch up for you know, four, five, six, seven, eight, you know, and, and me nine, of course. Um, but there's you know, there's a bunch, there's, it's everyone packed in there. So as long as you don't, you know, lose the next couple of weeks, you know, badly, all three, I think you're fine. You're three games out of a playoff spot, three, you know, three categories. Yeah. So you're, you're 26 back and Jizz Chasm is 23 back. So you're th- right. three, if you pass Jorge, Deadhead, 
and jizz, you're in there. Yeah, so, I can I can do it. Yeah, I you can, can do, do it. it. You're just gonna have to put together some seven threes and maybe one eight two. Yeah. Um, but it's absolutely doable. And like you said, your new kind of balanced, unbalanced strategy of putting yourself in a position to win every category, but making sure you at least win six out yeah. of ten. Um, and for folks not in our league, this is your standard head-to-head 10-category league, except we play with on-base percentage and slugging on the hitting side, and we play with saves plus holds instead of just saves. So it's a little bit of a modified 10-category head-to-head. And uh, I think we have three more weeks of the season, and then we head into playoffs. So yeah, um, it's, it's a been fun, fun. It's a fun head-to-head it's a bunch of categories. It, and I've learned to do it again yeah. next year because of course I feel like I will really know what to do now. You know, there's a learning curve for sure. Um, do you find so, yourself, um, are there teams or players that you find yourself like tuning in for or flipping over to because of having played fantasy a um, little bit? Who are some of your, who are some of your guys or things that, you know, some storylines or, or teams that well, you're freed, attracted to. I've definitely be watching a freed start. Yeah. A usually need that. So I will watch a I will any chance I get. Um when Severino active, I would watch if Yang involved. And Kiner Falafel. And I like him. <laughs> yeah. Um, I've got some good Yankees happening there. Mm-hmm. I, I, has caused me to know a lot more about league. Who's doing what? Teams are, um, you know, harder to hit against. Mm-hmm. Guy. So, my baseball IQ, no question about it. Because last nice. season when we were doing that thing together, I don't think my IQ went up much at all because I didn't have a feel for all the players that we were talking. Whereas this mm. year, I, I there's a chance I might be able to have a decent conversation. I mean, I don't know everything, but I know a heck of a lot more than I did last year. That's for sure. Yeah, I mean, you seem, you seem like when I watch your your team and your moves and what you're doing, I'm like, this fucking guy's paying attention. Like, oh, um, very much. I, so. I watch what I watch what you're doing, and I'm like, I like it. I like it. I kind of wish I was doing it. Like, you, you like it? Naylor. Well, that's good to hear. When I saw you picked up Josh Naylor, who we had for quite a while, um, and I was just like, Naylor is one of these guys who you just want to root for. Because yeah. he's fiery, he just he he's a team player, but he also just gets himself so psyched up. Um, yeah, I feel like he could be um, like we used to appoint people honorary Neglia brothers. I feel like he's almost he's like a kindred spirit to where he might be one of us. I think so. He definitely fits the profile. And <laughs> the intensity. Has- the intensity is there. And uh, the the thing that I realized was you got to keep your eye on him, though, because I feel like he must be 
platooning or something because he doesn't play every day. He plays most of the days, but sometimes I I put him in there and then I look back a few hours later, red X not yeah. in, and I've you know, and the game has started and and it's to me yeah. I'm thinking, what the heck's going on? Because the man is is a great hitter. He's you know hits for power when he's in there. He's dangerous, but he's not always in there. So I think he's playing through some. Up. He's playing through some injury, um, mm-hmm. and of course, being a lefty, you know, he's going to be in the strong side of the platoon. If he is in a platoon, he's going to be in the strong side of the platoon. Yeah. Uh, but like because Owen Miller, because Owen Miller has fallen out of an everyday role, um, now he and Naylor at times will platoon at first base with Naylor starting against the righties and Owen Miller starting against the lefties. But I know there's been times when they've wanted to start Naylor and his ankle is just, oh. um, Francona was talking about this. Like he couldn't feel his leg. He couldn't feel his ankle. He was oh, geez. Uh, he's having like numbness issues. So we know Naylor's a tough SOB and he's playing through something. So I, I you just got to like, you know, remind remind yourself like you know check that check that thing right before game time and see you got to check it but he's also had some late scratches where he would have had a a green bubble and then boom it's a red x because he's just not yeah so don't blame yourself for for most of those because he has had some some late scratches yeah but he definitely fits in with my team where you know we need the one category where we're not super concerned about is um is slugging yep. because we just it's not our thing it's just it's not what we do you know we don't really do it much mm. so it, we're all about on bases percentage runs and stolen bases that's our kind of yeah that's our our sweet spot there um rbis and slugging we we just we're not known for it um, yeah i mean we talked about this coming down to like philosophy when when we had that trade that we almost did early oh, in the season trade. for Vladimir Guerrero, for <laughs> Freddie Freeman. Um, been great. You know, uh, you, you, uh, you and I were talking about, well, okay, Freddie Freeman's going to have a way higher OBP, but he's not going to slug. And it just came down to team philosophy and you've done yeah. really well with your OBP philosophy. And I see yeah. you've added Stephen Kwan. Who's great for that. N- another great OBP guy. Yeah. Yep. Arise. Luis Arise is like king of the OBP. Oh yeah. That guy's very difficult out. But you know, he's not going, he's going yard every other day. No, like, he's not. He, he rarely does more than just get on base. Yeah. So I like your philosophy. You've got a really balanced team. Um, and you know, I think, I think you're going to squeak into the playoffs. Well, thank you. I, I really hope so. And we're going to, Give it our dandest. Yeah. We're going to just try it. We're not giving up until we're mathematically eliminated. <laughs> Good. From, from the playoffs. Good. Which and the, hopefully will at least be the last week of the, the season. Of course. Meaningful games. And some of the other players in our league could take note of this. Somebody who's in ninth place in week 17, still making moves, setting their lineup, giving it their darndest. Um, yeah. If everybody would t- take this philosophy, it would be a much more exciting league. But I'd probably some, some people intent. have really checked out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. some have checked out. Some never checked in from it's the look true. of things. Yeah, some. Um, there was all this squabbling 
when we were first starting out of like, oh, is there space for me? Oh, okay, we let you in. And then you barely even went to the draft or set a lineup. Yeah. Some of these guys are just big complainers. But anyway, last topic before I let you go. Um, we're all signed up now for the Premier League, English Premier League fantasy soccer um, draft. This is um, not how people typically play fantasy soccer. It's always been, you know, pick pick out of the entire pool, kind of like a um, a daily fantasy thing where like, you know, everybody can pick from the same uh, pool of players. Pick your guys, whoever does best, blah, blah, blah. And a lot of times you end up with the same freaking guys as the, there we go. Yeah, that's something. A little double for Soto. Come on. Yeah. He's warming up here. He's feeling good. Now He's somebody, showing... his mom. <laughs> oh, I freaking love that. Um, um, he feels good here, I think. Yeah. No, I mean, it's got to be a great place to hit, right? Yeah. Um. But anyway, so Premier League draft, I will come right out and say, I looked through the list of the top uh, 200 players. I think I only knew um, like 50% of the top 50 players and nobody beyond the top 50 players. So, well, that, well, you can take my percentage down <laughs> from there. <laughs> Because I think I accidentally did something, and this might have been why I had trouble signing up. When I signed up, it was it said, "Do you want to just autofill your lineup if you're in a hurry, or do you want to pick these guys?" And it was just pages of people that I just had no idea who they were. Um, but that's never stopped me before. And oh, I know what you did. Now. You went into the regular fantasy, not the fantasy draft area. Yeah, that's that's right. why your code wasn't working. Okay, that's right. And that's the old style of fantasy soccer, where yeah. you just pick three forwards, pick five midfielders, pick three defenders, pick a goalie, right. yeah. and everybody can pick the same ones if they want to. But in our right. league, we're doing it like fantasy, you know, North American fantasy. Sports I think that's better. You draft. If I have Jamie Vardy, you can't have him, and blah blah blah. So. Which I think is good. I like that better. It makes. I think this is the first year they've had this. Yeah. So we've got our draft tomorrow morning, nine a.m. Um, we've got a, a wide array of folks joining this league. We've got uh, our Spurs fans, friends. We've got Victor and Sasha, Sasha's son. We've got um, Trevor joining. Then we've got um, some other folks. We've got I. I'm in a. Uh, and not to scare you off, but I, I'm in a uh, experts league in fantasy baseball. Um, and I invited some of my friends to join fantasy soccer. I'm like, hey, you know, I'm doing fantasy soccer. We need to fill some spots. This guy, Matt Williams, jumps in. He's like, yeah, I'll play. I'm like, all right, Matt, jump on in. Today I see on Twitter, he's like, here are my previews for the EPL season, Spurs, uh, you know, city, Liverpool. I'm like, oh shit. I accidentally invited a fucking soccer expert to our league. So there's going to be no, <laughs> there's going to be no room for error. This guy's actually advising other people on who to draft in fantasy soccer. So I might've screwed us all and we're all going to lose to Matt Williams, but he's a super nice guy and uh, he'll be fun to have in the league. Yeah, well, it's always fun to have someone who really knows what they're doing because it's a, you know, 
it gives you something to a, a bar to, to try to stay over, you know? Exactly. Well, I think what you and I are going to aim to do, which was what we always do, is to out study, out hustle, grind. We're going to be like, okay, I lost my first week. Who did well? And I got to figure out who to add. Because that, uh, we, I think we're both coming clean here and saying we don't really know how this works or who is good. Right. So, well, I'm excited. It's tomorrow morning, right? The draft? Tomorrow morning, 9 a.m. <laughs> I'm ready. I'm ready. 90 second pick, 90 second picks. So it's a little more forgiving than the 55 seconds that we had in our fantasy baseball. Right. And good luck to you. I think it's going to be fun. I'm the commissioner. I'm so yeah. Nobody, well, I'm nobody ready. better fuck with me. I like that you're making shit happen because I, <laughs> you know, I like the action. So I'll take any action I can find. Yeah. I can't wait for the week that Matt Williams is going up against Declan. Sasha's son, who's, I believe, 12 years old. And, it, you know, Declan beats Matt, uh, you know, 70 points to 40. Um, <laughs> right, right, exactly. Our, we'll see. We'll see how it goes. But um, I wish, hopefully Maddox will get in too. Then Sasha and his sons will each have a team in this league. Um, and I will watch out for collusion. And if I see some one-sided trades going on, I will veto those trades because I'm not going to have uh, the Lien family pl playing patty cake over here and giving one guy all the good players and, you know, having them run away with it. Right. Yeah. We can't have the Liens come through and make us all look like dickheads. <laughs> well, they're all Spurs <laughs> fans, I think. So they're all going to be key in for the same players. Well, I had to, it's, I think one of the requirements, weirdly, was that you had to say what your favorite Premier League team is. Yeah, or, what did you or say? Or was. So I said Man City. Okay. Because I used to have that hat, that main yeah. road hat. Yeah. That I really liked. And they were bad then, I believe, when Man U was, you know, yeah. all the, what was that guy that was on there that. The late '90s Man U team was. Are you talking about the Man United team that was led by Alec Ferguson with Beckham yes. and uh, Paul Scholes and the the Neville brothers and the, all that all that. And era? there was like a weird look at. He might have been a French guy, but maybe Cantona. That guy, yes, exactly. That guy was a madman. They were totally psycho. Yeah, they and they won like eleven years in a row or something like this. Right? They were, yeah, yeah, they were unstoppable. And it's so nice Man to see them City suffering was, now. Yeah, they're sucking now, right? Um, but Man City somehow a main road hat showed up. I, you must have bought that. Um, but the other reason I picked them is because I've always been a big Ian Wright fan, and I now realize he might be an Arsenal person. He is. He is an Arsenal person. <laughs> so that was a mistake. But anyway, I tried. Because um, Arsenal represents like a very like a kind of a blue collar London town part, right? Well, Arsenal are uh, North London, um, right? Uh, N five to be specific, I think is where yeah. the old Highbury used to be. Um, right. But now that they've built the new stadium, um, I think they're kind of gone over to the kind of like our tickets are so expensive, so our fans have gotten posh. I see. Got it. Got it. Um, okay, well then that's fine that I'm not down with that, but Man yeah. City is still, they're kind of like, uh, the Mets or something, right? Well, Man City have the money of 
Abu Dhabi behind them. They're owned by um, essentially uh, like oil, like the oil oh, wealth really? of Abu so Dhabi. So they shouldn't be my favorite team. I should change that. You can change that. So Man City are the favorites for sure because uh-huh. they have the best players, but they also have the most money. Um, right. So it's kind of like a New York Yankees situation. I um, think, got it. So, you know, you're not uh, you're not picking the underdog when you go city anymore. When right. you and I were wearing those main road hats back in the 90s, that oh, was we were getting it, laughed at. Yeah, we were getting clowned. What is this man city? They're not even in the Premier League. Like they had <laughs> they had to fight their way back. And then, right. you know, now the rest is history. Uh, right. They've won title after title. Yeah, so, they've been doing good as of late. They have. Well, so, what's your favorite Premier League team? What who did you put for that? So, okay, this is kind of a weird pick, and it's kind of a hipster pick, and I'll I'll own up to it. I should have put Everton, which has always been my team for whatever uh-huh. reason, but I'm so annoyed with Everton. Um, they're just they're just a team in chaos. They're just a total mess. So I went for a, a smaller London team that had just been promoted back to the Premiership, Fulham who are, um, you know, they're, they're kind of like um, a, a lower end. They're a, they're a little guy, but they're a little guy from like the posh part of London. So uh-huh. it's, it's kind of like, um, you know, uh, they're not going to do anything. It'll be a victory if they even stay up, but they're kind of a hipsters team. Um Right. So I feel like I kind of copped out just switching from Everton to Fulham uh, last minute, just because I didn't want to put my name down with Everton and be and be laughed at. But maybe I should change yeah. it back. I, I'm going to change well, it back you, to Everton. You could always change it to uh, Newcastle. Yeah. Because uh, remember that guy on Newcastle? I'm still I'm living in the 90s here, but he was like he was that blonde guy. He Alan Shearer. Like, Yes, exactly. <laughs> we loved him. <laughs> I know. I we love loved him. Oh, he was the best. He was so good. So maybe Newcastle. Maybe I'll switch to Newcastle in honor of Shearer. That could That's be a good. great idea. You know I'm who's going to hate that is Noah, because Newcastle are one of the enemies of Sunderland. Oh, um, really? But Sunderland aren't even in the Premier League, so we don't have to worry about that. Yeah, I don't mind upsetting Noah a little bit. I love Noah, but you know yeah. we need. A little friction can, can might bring us together. Exactly. And he he hasn't even signed up for the league. Um, oh, okay. So th- this might be a – he might be totally out of this one. No, he's not doing it. I said you've got you to gotta sign up, man. You, uh, Miles will love it, and you, got, you and him can do it together. And apparently Miles has gone over to basketball now, um, and uh, he doesn't take as much of an interest in soccer as he used to. So. Oh, really? Yeah, he's a basketball man now. So huh. God bless. Right. You know what? That's okay, Miles. Yeah, um, F- follow your bliss. Um, yep. Do you what know. you feel right about. Do what you do. What makes you happy? Exactly. I mean, Kingston's a volleyball, basketball man. You wouldn't catch him in a in a soccer league. No, no, you wouldn't. You wouldn't. You wouldn't catch. Yeah, it's he's he's hard to get in this. If he doesn't find it interesting, he you're you know. It's it's not going to happen. Yeah, and that's the way it should be, especially with these Gen Zers. They don't, uh, you know, they don't fuck around with stuff that doesn't excite them. Yeah, you're right. Well, I just literally while we were talking, updated my <laughs> my my favorite club, favorite club, 
to with a U. Oh, you yep. did. Should I, did. I join you and should I go to Newcastle with you? Is that going to be I our mean, team? If you want to get into the Shearer, <laughs> if you want to <laughs> get down with Shearer, I think it's really Shearer the only is option. still beloved. Like he has Shearer. I mean, somebody check me if I'm wrong, but um, I don't think like Shearer has had any kind of like, oh yeah, there's been like a ton of complaints about Shearer. He was a real pig. You know what I mean? Like, right. I think he's still fairly, fairly beloved. Yeah. I mean, he was, bo- he's just, he seemed like a great guy. Everyone seemed to like him. He was. Um, I really wanted that England team of the nineties to win something, whether it was Euro 96, World Cup 98, Euro 2000, anything would have been great. Yeah, totally. So, oh, well, okay. I'm, I'm with you with Newcastle. The Neglia brothers are on in with Newcastle. <laughs> We're going all in on Newcastle. All right. And they have new ownership too. So I think they're going to be better than years past. Okay. All right. Well, then this is a great time to get in. Buy, buy while they're, you know, low. And, and we can say we were in on the ground floor when they win it all. Exactly. All right. Let's go Newcastle. Um, their, their nickname are the Magpies. Oh, I love Magpies. Yeah, exactly. Great bird. <laughs> Great bird. One of the best. One of the best birds. And if you're a fan of frozen yogurt pie, there's there's a place down on York locally called Magpies. And they, uh, yeah, you haven't been down there? No, I don't know. Vegan, vegan yogurt pie, man. Get the fuck out. Dude, Wendy, fuck- we're going to Magpies. <laughs> exactly. Get that. <laughs> go down. Go to Joy. Get get yourself Joy for, oh, for dinner joy. or maybe a maybe town, you know, if you're in the mood. And then literally two doors down, Magpie's Vegan Frozen Yogurt Pie. That sounds sweet. It's so good. Um, I love that. Okay. Well, I'm going to put that on my radar for tonight. I just got yeah. four jars of my chili crisp that I love, Fly by Jing. Um, I've been without Ooh. it for months, and it finally came in. So oh, I've been nice. throwing chili crisp on everything. Uh, so watch out for me. So you're going to need to cool it off then with uh, a little, <laughs> a little frozen froyo. Exactly. <laughs> that sounds wonderful. All right. Well, um, barring anything, uh, any unforeseen events, I will see you in the draft room tomorrow yeah. morning at 9 a.m. to pick our I'm going to set an alarm right now to remind myself. Do I'll it. set it for 8.58. <laughs> Just because, you know, I don't want to, I don't want to miss out. No. Um, and yeah, go Newcastle. Let's do go this. Newcastle. Magpies, Magpies forever. Let's go. And NUFC, <laughs> the real United. Exactly. All right, Make David, no good mistake. chatting with you. All right, great pod. Love you, brother. Have a great rest too. of the day. Glad we did this. And uh, we'll, we'll do it again soon, I'm sure. We will. I'll talk to you later. All right, see okay. ya. Bye. Bye. Oh my God, it's so baseball.